Hey, mate. You all right? Yeah, not bad. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Sorry, I, I couldn't get the link to work. I had to like, email it to myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all good. <laughs> How have you been? Yeah, not too bad. It's obviously, I said to you about all the hectic stuff that's been going on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's all kind of chilled out a bit now, so. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you right. Yeah, just been like working and working on an album and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll pretty much just be the same as the Harry Mack sort of thing. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. I've got the questions here as well. So, yeah, I'll pretty much just run down the whole thing and yeah. um, go from there, really. Okay, cool. Sounds um, good. Yeah, I'll just do like a quick intro and we'll just jump straight into it if you'd go with that. Yeah, yeah, man, totally. Hey everyone, thank you for joining in for the Leuven podcast. Today I'm excited to present Tom Draven. Tom has been in a few bands over the years, which include Recognition, Scraggly Thorn and Harry McIntosh Project, playing bass for each of these bands. How are you today, Tom? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers, mate. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Cool. Um, from the very beginning... What is one of your first musical memories? Um, I'd probably say um, I grew up in uh, pubs when I was little. My mum and dad owned pubs. Oh, yeah. And uh, in sort of like the late 80s, early 90s, there was like a massive craze for like video jukeboxes. So you could watch the video along with the song. Yeah. Uh, and it would probably be like that really watching like Guns N' Roses and my sister was a massive Faith No More fan so watching stuff like that yeah a very uh, that was that's kind of my first memory of anything like that yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah um what inspired you to start playing music um one of my friends at primary school started playing guitar so I wanted to like learn as well um my dad actually ended up buying me um, a little tiny, like quarter size electric guitar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had that for a while, but I had like no idea how to play it. Um, and then kind of dabbled with bits and bobs. Um, and it wasn't until, I don't know, maybe I started seeing live bands that I was like, yeah, I want, that's what I want to do, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were some of the bands you were seeing around that time? Um, so I went and saw a band in a town up the road from where I live, uh, where Reading Festival is basically in this big festival in England. Um, and I saw Fun Living Criminals play there. All right. Uh, and then after that, I saw, uh, Phantomass, one of Mike Patton's bands. Yeah. Um, I think I was about 15 and then oh, wow. a couple of I saw Mr. Bungle play as well in London, yeah. which was yeah, like completely mind blowing. Basically, <laughs> yeah, that would have been incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was from what I can remember anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, what inspired you to start playing bass? Um, I think it was just because that was the only thing that was left to play, really. Yeah. Like, um, 
my first band was with uh tom cox from harry map that was and that was like uh that was the he joined my school in the last year of school before we finished and did our exams and stuff um and yeah he played guitar he'd met someone that played drums so yeah it was just your playing bass basically yeah so i borrowed (laughs) someone for a bit and then eventually bought my own and stuck with that basically yeah yeah cool um are there any favorite bass players of yours um trevor dunn who's in mr bungle and us can't remember who else he's been in but he was definitely up there with one um yeah i don't know I, I don't know really he was definitely like my favorite though, i'd say yeah. yeah were you um into bass at all before playing it or did it sort of come after you started playing it that you appreciated it more or something yeah, yeah. So I like completely learned through like teaching myself and Tom showing me how to play certain riffs and stuff. And yeah. you know, we started a couple of covers. I think we started doing a Nirvana cover and then did a couple of other bands. Um yeah. so yeah, I picked it up as I went along really. Yeah. Yeah, I found when I started because I started on guitar as well. And then when I started playing bass, I was thinking it shouldn't be that hard, like yeah, kind yeah. Of root note sort of thing but it's yeah I found out pretty quick it's hard to make it sound good without being yeah. boring <laughs> yeah definitely yeah um do you play any other instruments other than guitar and bass um i wouldn't say that i play stuff i've, I've got like little studio set up here at um, my home and you know i've got like a chord synthesizer keyboard and bits and bobs like that um yeah. but i mainly just guitar and bass yeah cool um so to start off you were in recognition like you said with tom and a drummer that he found what yeah. was it like um making that band at the start um yeah it was really cool like you know i'd wanted to be in a band for a while and it was you know we finally sorted it out um it was it was typical like you know school band really but yeah. like obviously we, we all thought that it was amazing and you know <laughs> we were going to get signed or something like yeah. um so yeah it was all really exciting um yeah it was just yeah really cool yeah oh that's cool were you around like 15 16 at that time yeah 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 yeah, yeah cool um are there any like standout moments from recognition for you? Um, I don't know really. Like it was, it was quite a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I think we we played like two gigs. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. The first proper gig we did was in a pub. Um, that was pretty cool. Like doing, yeah. yeah. We played at school and stuff, but this was actually like yeah with, with adults watching and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's yeah probably the most standout thing for me yeah um do you remember how you were feeling before you played that um yeah I think I was pretty nervous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when we did a thing at um our school I think that was like the first gig we did and it was on like the massive school hall stage yeah. which has like curtains and everything and I basically stood like behind the curtain <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I think the the gig in uh, the gig we did at this pub was probably pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, from there, Scraggly Thorn came pretty quickly. It's yeah. Like from the Discogs page, it says that it's around about a year that yeah that finished and Scraggly Thorn started. Yeah. Um, what were the main differences between these bands for you, if there were any? <laughs> um, didn't really have to play anything in Scraggly Thorn. Like yeah. we just it's just completely mucked about and like yeah, it was just a noise band. It was yeah. it was fun. just a noise band. <laughs> what were the gigs like for Scraggly Thorn? Um, I think I only ever did one gig with them i think um which was we stupidly entered a battle of the bands oh. at the college that we went to <laughs> <laughs> and, um i think we played like two songs and then they told us to get off the stage basically <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> was that um what was like the music scene at that time um it was all basically still like new metal um yeah. there wasn't really we didn't the thing is we didn't really necessarily go to a lot of gigs locally um but you know we had a little scene within our college group um and there were very different characters and different bands yeah within group which was cool yeah that's cool um so after that, Harry Mack started. Um, it included like you, Tom, and Paul. Did it start with the three of you like finishing up with Scraggly Thorn and just going on to the next thing, or was it because of Jack joining as well? That um, well, we kind of did some other little projects at college as well. Me and Paul and Dave, who later joined Harry Mack. Um, we're in like a death metal band for the oh. last couple of years. Um, Tom was doing Mind Overtime with Paul um, and Gareth, I think. Um, but yeah, I wasn't actually in the first uh, idea of Harry Mack. Um, oh, right. There was a, another guy called Tom um that was i think he was going to play bass for it they kind of like wrote bits of the first song that we ever did together but for whatever reason um he didn't want to do it or didn't it didn't work out so yeah tom asked me yeah um i'd never met jack before um but he went to college but he was in like the year below or a couple of years below um so yeah that was me kind of first meeting him and yeah we hit off straight away with mutual music interests um because he's more into punk as well um but yeah that was it really yeah cool um what was it like for the writing process for you being on bass um everything was pretty much written um tom did kind of show me what he wanted me to do and i did kind of steer away from that a little bit yeah <laughs> It's like when we were recording, he'd be like, I don't understand what you're playing, but it works. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
they yeah i'd add, add my kind of little twist to stuff but it was all it was all written already he'd, yeah. he'd written music for it oh. i don't think it um until like years and years later like the last two eps that we did where we kind of jammed a bit more and came up with stuff that fit yeah so after that um first ep there was that um time span where there wasn't anything going on with harry mac what were you doing during that time um i had like a couple of projects I'd, i'd moved to a different town um I had a couple of little projects that didn't really, I think, you know, did like the the odd gig, tried yeah. writing stuff with another band, but that didn't work out. Um, and it was around that time as well that I started actually, me and Jack started uh, putting on local shows and promoting them and stuff. So awesome. we were kind of busy with that really. Yeah. Um... Um, but yeah, Harry Mack was always kind of like about, it'd be like maybe a year or something and Tom would be like, do you want to play again? And we'd do yeah. a couple of gigs and then stop. It was, yeah, it was constantly like that, basically. Yeah. What sort of brought it back together to make the second EP? Um, we talked about it for a while, but, uh, you know, we, we kind of needed to... Um, write new stuff basically um and there was a guy in the local scene in Newbury that passed away um and uh someone tried to do a memorial gig for him um but with like the bands that used to play back in the day um we were asked to play it basically and that kind of started things up again and then we decided to write new music and get Dave in on guitar and went from there really yeah, cool. Um, is that when you started writing parts for Harry Mack? Um, I wrote some lyrics on the first EP that we did when we restarted again. Um, and then, yeah, it would have just been me adding little bits to stuff that Tom had showed me to play. But yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, what was it like playing around that time when you started again in 2014? Um, yeah, it was really cool because we'd, you know, we'd all been involved in putting on gigs and stuff. We'd like got some contacts to play different places. We didn't really play anywhere outside of like the three towns where we live. Yeah. Um, years back because we just, we didn't know how to book a tour or anything like that. So we didn't do, we didn't really do much. Um, but we started trying to branch out. We started playing London and Bristol, which was like that's one of my favorite places to play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was all like very exciting again. Um, and Jack's uh, tour driver, so he had this, uh, a tour van basically. So we yeah. had to use that when we needed it and stuff. So yeah, it was all it was all really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, you mentioned that Bristol was one of your favourite places to play. Yeah. Was that just because of like venues or gigs that had happened there? Or, um, I mean, I, I hadn't really been to many gigs there um, before playing there. Um, but yeah, it's just um, I don't know. It's yeah, we played at a few different venues, so they're all really cool. Um, 
there's just people that are genuinely into the scene, basically, that seem to appreciate us playing. Yeah. Um, which... Yeah, cool. Um, had, had your music taste changed at all by that point? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I've always been into all sorts of stuff. Um, just from like music that my parents listened to, music that my sister introduced me to at an early age, and then, you know, music that you find out through other friends. Like Tom got me into a lot of kind of grunge bands. Um, but yeah, it had, it had definitely branched out a little bit. I wasn't into, you know, like metal and punk so much. I discovered other genres. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had changed quite a lot. Yeah, cool. Um, what was it like touring with Harry Mack for you? Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, we only, we, we did like one big tour of the UK, which was, yeah, it was amazing. Um, the, the best part of us playing anywhere was usually traveling there, um, having a laugh in the van. Um, (laughs) but yeah, that, that was that's yeah the tour was really cool i'd never done anything like that i think we did like 10 days or something and yeah played all over england basically yeah um but fun yeah yeah um are there any standout gigs for harry mack for you um yeah i can't remember where it was now but it was um (laughs) We played in this, uh, it was up north somewhere. And we played in this random little pub um, and it was it was absolutely packed out and the people were just quite nuts there and the bar actually had been in trouble for um, putting on gigs that were too loud. Oh, right. So they had this like monitor thing, um, which basically looked like a microphone and when it got above a certain... Um, uh, level of loudness all the power cut out in the pub yeah <laughs> um they they basically were trying to wrap this thing in like hoodies and stuff so that didn't happen but it, yeah it was just a crazy gig um <laughs> and we basically had like free reign after because they were like you can stay here um but yeah. we're not going to be lock you in kind of thing and so yeah it was just a, a massive laugh basically but yeah the gig was really cool like a little tiny sweaty gig yeah like, yeah <laughs> did the power cut on you um i don't think it did on us but we were on tour with like a grind band yeah and I'm pretty sure it cut out on them and then we went on, on them i think and it was fine but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the third ep for harry mack you mm-hmm. said was when you started jamming more and coming up with a band, the music for it. Um, yeah. Are there any songs that had been written more from you guys instead of Tom on that EP? Um, no, not necessarily. Like Tom always has everything planned out, yeah, which is good. Um, uh, yeah, it was just you know adding little twists of from each member. Uh, we did a song called um zoot puma which has got like a really long kind of atmospheric bit at the end of the yeah. song 
that was always fun to play because yeah we'd just play about with stuff and see how it works and play about with effects and things like that yeah um um what was your like main setup for harry mac like what sort of bass were you playing and your amp and everything so i i did originally play an ibanez arc core which is like a semi-hollow body all right uh, that was like the early Harry Mack stuff. So I used to basically play chords on that because we didn't have a second guitarist. So I played chords on that. <laughs> um, but that kind of was a bit redundant after Dave joined the band. Um, and um, I ended up getting a, <laughs> it's a Fender Squire. Oh, okay. um, but it's one from like the early 90s when they were still relatively well made. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that kind of changed a lot of things for me. It, it, I was very reluctant to change yeah. from my original, but when I did get that, one, it sounds so much better. Yeah. Um, and then I have got a um, Trace Elliott cab and head. Yeah. Uh, not very technical as that. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I had like a little pedal board that I kind of put together um, oh. with the distortion and like a weird synthy pedal that I had to come up with, with weird sounds on like the intro songs and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was about it. Yeah, cool. Um, with the last EP, it started having a very mature sound compared to the rest of um, Harry Mack. Do you yeah. feel like there was a change in the band before that last EP or did it just naturally go that way with the music? Um, it kind of just naturally went that way. I yeah. think we'd kind, of, we'd kind of done all the fast, hectic, random, <laughs> thick, and there's only so much, you, only so far you can go doing that. So we just yeah. wanted to get up a little bit. We'd kind of... Um, had a few bands crop up which influenced us as well um and that's yeah how the how the sound kind of you know uh what do you call it um evolved into what it ended up being yeah there's a common things that we were into at the time yeah um were there any bands that you played with that um stood out to you any that you may even listen to now still? Um, there was a really cool band that we played with in, in London called The Display Team. Oh, right. Uh, they uh, sound quite a lot like a band that we're, we were, well, most of the members of Harry Mack are into called Cardiacs. Yeah. Who are <laughs> Um Yeah. Um, they were really cool. They were just completely mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I still listen to them. Um, I can't really think of anyone else we played with. Um, we did a random gig with um, one of the members of Cardiac. Well, Tom's old band did, and me and Jack got up and did a song, a couple of songs with them on that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. We we mainly played with um you know like our friends bands like locally that was that was always the way we did it really so yeah. it would have been like yeah bands from my hometown Basingstoke and 
bands from Reading and stuff like that as well. Yeah, cool. Um, I noticed that you actually have a tattoo of cardiacs, like the yeah. flower. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is um, any of your tattoos your own art? Um, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff which I kind of just did without. Yeah. Of it on tattooed it on myself. All oh, right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think most of it's kind of like band artwork and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and then yeah, just random bits that I've kind of doodled on myself and then yeah. ended up. Doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you actually have an Instagram page of a lot of your own art that you've done. Yeah. Um, have you always been into art or was that something that you just got into later on? Uh, no, I've always been into art. It's, it's actually what I wanted to do when I left school was um, do some art courses at college. Um, but I ended up um, going to Reading College um, uh, with Tom and that's where we met the other yeah. people. But was I was always into art um I've kind of had a bit of a rebirth of getting into it again recently because I've uh brought an iPad and I've like learned how to do digital art and stuff like that oh cool. uh, but it's always been a thing I did actually want to be a tattoo artist um yeah. at one point, but I've got some health issues and um I've got arthritis in my joints so that wasn't really possible long term yeah um just concentrating on sort of digital stuff these days yeah cool um what are some of your favorite artists if you have any um there's a guy that we use some of his work uh for some harry mackintosh artwork called beeple oh yeah um yeah. his work pretty cool um he's just actually blown up he's very popular these days yeah uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I can't actually think of anyone else, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, my webcam's going mental. <laughs> i try and swap over to my other one. Yeah. Um... Um, yeah, I'll just have to go with this one, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and actually, I have to think of another one. There's a, there's a guy uh, called Alex C.F., uh, the singer in one of my favourite bands called Fall of Ephrathah. Um And he's like, uh, he writes novels and things like that as well and does accompanying artwork with it. And, did all the artwork for his band and his bands, other bands. Um, he's, yeah, another artist that I really dig. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember um, seeing a few things of people. I remember like a Donald Trump one that he did or something like that. And he's in like some massive like container or something. <laughs> yeah, that's quite um, obscure anyway but it's it's gotten even more obscure these days and there's kind of like 
political undertones to some of it as well like yeah. there's a lot of stuff Trump and like Elon Musk and um Mark Zuckerberg and stuff like that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um with like with um your artwork what uh inspires most of it for you um I've 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 always been into quite trippy stuff. Um yeah. so I try and have elements of of that in in it. I don't really know what inspires me. I jump around I don't I don't do like a fixed thing. I jump around quite a lot. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm inspired inspired by everything and anything really. Yeah, cool. Um with the like whole trippy sort of thing you were talking about, what do you think makes a good art piece? Um, I don't, I don't know really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Something that's got lots of elements to it that you might not necessarily like notice straight away. Yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, you were saying that like you've gotten into digital art and stuff like that is what other things are you doing now? Um, besides your art. Um, so when I got basically got a set up to do, have a little studio at home. So I do write some bits of music at home. Um, yeah, the art stuff. Um, I do like pyrography, wood burning, art as well um uh other stuff that i'm well into i collect records i've got quite records um i'm a massive star wars geek as well collect star wars stuff too yeah um (laughs) that's about it really yeah cool what are some of your favorite records that you have um some of my favourite ones that I'm trying to collect is um, in, really into a band called Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Oh, wow. Uh, so I've been trying to collect some of their records, um, which I thought uh, would be quite fun, but it's actually quite, they've got so many different variations of of different <laughs> kinds of different artworks. It's, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. It's going to end up costing quite a lot of money to collect yeah. most of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I love all like you know like the limited edition numbered stuff, um, yeah. anything like that. Yeah, cool. Do you remember what your first record was? Um, um I'm not sure. Um, probably a Misfits record, maybe. Yeah. I kind of started playing vinyl before I even had a vinyl player. Uh, it took me quite a few years to actually get one but yeah I think some of the first stuff I bought was probably Misfits yeah cool um so with the ending of these interviews I like to start I like to say the same question to everyone if you were to show three albums to someone that had never listened to music before what would those three albums be Three. Um, I would probably say uh, 
there's one of my favorite bands called anyone um right. they were in the late 90s early 2000s they had a self-titled album which came out in 2000 i think so i'd probably say that yeah um they're just quite a different band um very unique psychedelic band um that i'd have to recommend um i'd probably say um scott walker he's yeah. had an album before <laughs> my favorite albums um and mr bungle disco volante as well yeah. as <laughs> been a favorite album for a long time yeah cool um well yeah thank you for being a part of the interview yeah no problem all of the links to tom's music will be in the description and also his art if you're keen to check it out and yeah hope to see you next time see you mate nice one thank you